Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery and we are live right now on the Project Life Mastery YouTube channel. Um, I I would love for you guys to post if you guys can see me and hear me in the live chat and let me know your name and where you're joining in from, okay? Your name and the country that you're joining in from. I've got an amazing live training that I'm gonna be doing uh, for you guys here today. I'm gonna be sharing with you guys the three different types of income and explain to you and help you understand what is keeping you poor, okay? Which source of income that you're focusing on and making right now in your life that's actually keeping you poor and is becoming a detriment to your financial success and future. So we're gonna be diving into this training today. I'm gonna be walking you guys through this and uh, also be answering your guys' questions near the end. So make sure that you guys stick around to the end of the stream. And if you stay on live, I'll happy to answer the questions that you guys have for me. Now I've got my computer here in front of me so I can see the live chat. I'm just gonna pull this up right now and just make sure that everything is working perfectly before we officially dive into this training. And again, feel free to introduce yourself. I'd love to hear who is joining in. And if you guys are interested, again, in more live trainings and streams like this, then hit the thumbs up button here on the YouTube video. So hit thumbs up, and that gives me a good indicator that I should do more live trainings like this. Okay, so I see people that are joining in from all over. We got David here from New York. We got Dan from UK. We got Mark from the United States. We got Sushil from India, Armand from Sweden, Anita from Vienna, uh, Truong from Vietnam. We got Denver, Colorado here. We got Dell from Wales, Vanessa from Mexico, uh, Nakia from Pittsburgh, Sharif from Algeria, Lacey from Canada, Jamie from Boston. Awesome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Love it. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your busy day to join me today. Um, There's a few important announcements that I actually want to make for you guys and share with you, rather, uh, on this stream while I have your attention. And I've got a few announcements, things that I want to plant seeds for for you guys that you guys are going to love. And it kind of gives you an idea of what's coming up that we're focused on within Project Life Mastery in ways that we're adding value to you. There's so many announcements that I got here that I'm so excited about. I had to make a list of them. And, and go through some of them. So 
few things here I want to share with you guys. Um, we hit over 700,000 subscribers on the Project Life Mastery YouTube channel. Uh, super excited for that. I want to thank you guys so much for your support in making this happen. And we're going to be doing a big giveaway. Uh, this is something that I like to do as a way of saying thank you for being a loyal subscriber of Project Life Mastery. Uh, so next week, I'm hoping maybe, maybe on Wednesday next week, uh, that's when I'm going to be announcing the big giveaway. And we're going to be giving away an iPad, Kindles, GoPros, um, all the different trainings that I have from Affiliate Marketing Mastery to K-Money Mastery to Life Mastery Accelerator to Online Business Mastery Accelerator to Morning Ritual Mastery. Uh, we're going to be giving away a lot of swag like t-shirts and, and, and cool items that we have within Project Life Mastery as well. So there's going to be many different winners. Um, entering the contest is going to be very simple and easy. There will be a big announcement for it here on the YouTube channel, so stay tuned for that. What I recommend that everybody, everybody to do so that you can actually get notified of the giveaway and also the future videos that I'll be releasing for you guys is turn on notifications on the YouTube channel. So if you're watching this right now on YouTube, right below me, there should be a subscribe box. And if you're not already subscribed yet, make sure that you click and hit subscribe. But right next to that, there's a little bell icon. And if you click on that bell icon, you can make sure that you get notified of these videos that I'm putting out, okay? Because I want to make sure you guys don't miss out on it and that you guys get a chance to enter and to win. Now, this is going to be the biggest giveaway that I've done yet, so you're definitely not going to want to miss out on that. Okay, another announcement that I have for you guys. Um, I've got a new book that's coming out soon. It's called 67 Morning Ritual Habits for Your Body, Mind, and Spirit. This is the most comprehensive list of morning rituals that, uh, that's ever been put together. Okay, There's a tremendous amount of research that went into actually creating this book. Um, and it goes into 67 rituals that you can do for your body, mind, and spirit. So you guys already know that I love morning rituals and habits in your life. And I think that's a, such an important aspect of someone's life and your day. Because what you do every day is going to shape your entire life. Having that time for yourself in the morning to do something for your body, to nurture it, to strengthen it, for your health so that you can be at your best, but also something for your mind, to feed your mind, to condition your mind, the beliefs, the mindset that you need to be successful and be at your best in your life, and also for your spirit so that you can connect with your creator, so that you can be alignment with the universe, so that you can experience more gratitude and fulfillment throughout your day as well. So this book that I've created for you guys essentially goes into 67 rituals, a lot of which you might already know, but many of them that you have no idea about. And these are rituals that I do a part of my day, my life, that I've done now for over 15-plus uh, years of doing rituals in my life. Um, this book is going to be launched on Amazon as a Kindle book and as a paperback book. And uh, I'm hoping to launch it early next week, okay? Now, Again, I'm going to probably put out a video and kind of share a little bit more about it, so make sure you have those notifications on to get notified of that. Um, and then also, for those of you that are into publishing on Amazon, you're also going to be interested in, in this as well, because the main purpose that I'm actually publishing this book for is not really to make money. I want to add value to you guys. That's always my number one goal and objective. But I'm actually going to be launching this book at a very low price point. Anywhere from, anywhere from 99 cents to $2.99 as a Kindle book. And as a paperback book, it's going to be at the lowest possible cost um, when you factor in the, 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 the printing fees and the shipping cost. 
probably around five to six dollars, okay? So it's a book that I want you guys to, to buy and get access to. It's a very small investment. I might make a couple hundred dollars at the end of the day with it, but that's not my goal and outcome from this. It's actually because I've been working on a new publishing course and strategies, and this book kind of ties into that. So I'm actually doing a lot of experimentation with this new strategy and some things that we're kind of doing. I've, I've already been strategizing and testing a lot of different strategies behind the scenes over the last year or two um, that we've been kind of working on and refining. But this book is kind of like a final piece where I'm testing a, little, uh, a few other aspects to really understand Amazon and how they rank books and um, the, 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 the process of this and you guys participating in, in it is actually going to help me to be able to refine the publishing strategy that I'm going to be launching uh, in the next few months through Project Life Mastery that you guys could benefit from if you want to learn how to publish books on Amazon and do that whole sort of thing as well. So I'm really excited about that. <clears throat> Stay tuned for that book. Uh, next one is I've got another book coming out. It's more of a short book. Okay, It's more of a, a cheat sheet rather. And that's going to be coming out hopefully on Friday. Okay, And I'm really excited about this because there's been a lot of time and energy being put into this. We're going to actually be releasing this uh, motivational video trailer that's going to get you guys all fired up and excited. But this book, it's such an important uh, video that I'm going to be releasing, but also a book, because it really reveals the most important secret when it comes to success. And it's not a mindset. It's not a mindset. It's actually a way of living. It's a lifestyle. And it's a common factor when you look at the most successful people in the world and throughout history, whether that's Tony Robbins, whether that's Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Richard Branson, Elon Musk, going back to Andrew Carnegie and Henry Ford and Harvey Firestone and J.P. Morgan and all of these successful people throughout history and today, it's the one secret that often isn't really talked about that often that I thought was such an important topic that I wanted to create this really inspirational video for you guys, which... We've been working on for the last two weeks um, that's finally kind of getting finalized and coming together, but also this little book that I want to give to you guys for free as well that will really help you with that. So that's another thing for you guys to be excited about. The announce announcement will be coming soon on YouTube. And by the way, who here follows me on Instagram? I'd love to hear from you guys in the chat right now. Who follows me on Instagram, my personal Instagram? My personal Instagram is stephanjames 23 uh, Steve, maybe you can throw that in the chat for people. Um, if you guys have been following me there, I also, if you guys don't know, some of my best content is actually on Instagram as well. I've really been investing a lot into my Instagram, the, the images, the videos that we put up there, and also the, the value that I'm bringing to people on my Instagram. So I want to make sure you guys are following me there as well. I'll be announcing uh, a lot of things on Instagram, but Instagram is the place where I actually engage with people the most. So I engage with people through com um, comments and direct messages, and um, you know I I'm more engaged oftentimes on Instagram. So if you guys want to follow me there, you guys can uh, get more information about some of these new updates and behind the scenes of my life. Okay, another announcement. I got a few more for you guys before we dive into this. Uh, that I'm actually creating right now a Project Life Mastery global community. Okay. This is going to be a big community for all of you guys. I'm creating this for you. Um, it's a place where you guys can meet other like-minded people, people that are on the same path as you are, people that uh, can be a part of your empowering ecosystem. 
people that are going to be supportive, people that can hold you accountable, that you can share your goals with, that we can all help help each other grow and be a part of a, part of a community that really encompasses what it means to commit your life to mastery, to improve every aspect of your life. Uh, so this is going to be a big Facebook group, okay? It's going to be a private group. It's not going to be for everybody because I really want to make sure that we can all benefit from a supportive and safe environment where you don't have to worry about you know, your actual friends on Facebook knowing about this group and what you're posting in there because sometimes in life we've got to have a, a safe, supportive place to open up, to be vulnerable, to get help, to ask for help and help one another. And so that's what this community is going to be about. It's going to be 100% free okay, for anybody that wants to be a part of it. Um, I'm actually right now in the process of hiring a full-time community manager that's going to be managing this group and making sure that it's a highly engaged group that can benefit everybody. Um, of course, there's going to be certain rules and guidelines amongst the group because there's probably going to be a couple thousand people that, that join this group and community. So we've got to make sure you know, people aren't spamming and, and you know, ne- you know, negative bad apples and people using it for self-promotion. I really want to make sure it's a, a high-quality community that everyone can benefit and value, uh, benefit from. So that's coming soon as well. Okay, really excited for that. Uh, let's see what else I got here for you guys. Oh, there's a really powerful interview that Tatiana and I just did as an update on how she's doing with her Amazon and Shopify business. She's been growing massively, to give you guys an idea. Many of you guys watched the original video that we did maybe two years ago or so, uh, where she shared how she's making $40,000 a month on Amazon. She's now grown her business to $115,000 per month on Amazon and Shopify. And we did a a pretty in-depth and emotional interview that goes into the growth that she's experienced from the very beginning to that $40,000 a month. But since that last video from $40,000 a month all the way to $115,000 per month. So that's also coming pretty soon on the YouTube channel and either on a Friday or probably Monday. Okay, so keep your eyes open for that. Again, make sure you got notifications on so you get notified of it. Uh, Okay, three more things I got to share with you guys before we dive in. This is something that I'm extremely excited about. I actually can't tell you too much about it, but right now I have an opportunity where I'm partnering up with Tony Robbins. So I'm really excited about this. I can't kind of share with you guys quite yet what's involved in this partnership and everything, but there's something big that is going to be coming soon that I'm going to be working together with Tony and and different uh, people on his team that is going to be amazing. So for me, one of my passions and purposes of building Project Life Mastery was to build this platform that can actually allow me to to, to add value and support and interact and, and and kind of you know meet and, and be a part of some of these people that I've always respected, the, the role models, the mentors of, of my life. And Tony Robbins has been someone like that for me in my life. And so, you know, he's he's seen the value in what I've built here. And uh, you know, it's an amazing thing when you get a, an opportunity to do something with your mentor, but you're not kind of coming from it in a position of you're trying to, you know, like this fanboy trying to take value from them, because they get that all the time but actually someone that they look up to or respect in some way. And uh, they invite you, which is what happened. They, Tony and his team, invited me to support them on this big project that they're working on, which together I believe is going to make a huge impact in the world. So I'm beyond excited about this. More details will be coming 
over the next few weeks about this. Uh, so again, stay tuned for that. Really excited for that. Um, last two things. If you guys are a part of my online business mastery accelerator program, tomorrow I'm doing a live training inside that program, which I do every single month. It's more in-depth mentor- mentoring where I work with a group of people, but also teach the most cutting-edge strategies that I do in my online business. The live training is going to be on my affiliate marketing interview strategy. So if you want to learn how I do interviews and make money from those interviews through doing affiliate marketing, that training is going to be inside the Online Business Mastery Accelerator. And then also in my Life Mastery Accelerator program, uh, which I'm also doing a live training for tomorrow, I'm going to be going into some of my investing strategies and mindset. So if you're interested in learning more about investing, investing in, in, in the stock market, for example, um, and, and kind of how to get started with that, a lot of my principles and mindset around that is going to be inside the Life Mastery Accelerator. So the links to those programs are in the description of this video. I'll let you guys dig around there if you guys like, um, but I just want to plant those seeds for you. The recordings will be available inside the members area. Okay, that's it for announcements. I'm excited about this, guys. I wanted to share this with you, and there's more to, more to come soon, but give you guys something to look forward to that we're working on within Project Life Mastery. Okay, we've got more and more people that are joining in. Thank you guys so much. Um, so excited you guys are, are here. Again, if you guys want more live trainings from me, hit the thumbs up here on YouTube. That's a great indicator for me to do more live videos like this for you guys in the future, okay? Now, let's talk about what is keeping you poor. What is holding you back from really creating wealth and financial abundance in your life? I'm going to share with you guys today the three different types of income. And I want you, as you're watching this training, to really identify and look at where you are right now. Okay, where you are right now financially and how this is actually keeping you where you are and preventing you from creating the financial wealth. But more importantly, I want you to also look at and focus on what you need to do and focus on instead if you want to create more financial wealth and abundance in your life. I'm going to be sharing with you the reason why you're struggling and then the path on how to get to where you want to go. Okay? So let's talk about the three different types of income. The first type is known as It's known as active income, okay? Active income. Now, active income is something that most of you are already making in your life. This is income that you're making that you're trading your time for money, okay? You put in a certain number of hours every single week at your job, and you get paid a certain amount of money for that, for your time, okay? Now, this type of income, we all oftentimes start here. You know, there was once a time in my life, it's been a long time ago, but a time when I had a job. You know, at one point in my life, guys, I worked at a car dealership. I was the, the lot boy, you know, and I'd have to wash cars and, uh, you know, take care of the used car lot and everything, and, and I got paid by the hour for that. There's other times in my life where I worked in construction, and I, you know, do a lot of physical labor. There's times where I did uh, sales and, and uh, different marketing-type jobs. Those are all jobs where I was getting paid a certain amount of money for my time. Now, active income is actually the worst type of income that you can make. Who can tell me why? Who can tell me what the disadvantages of active income are? Okay, post in the chat. Love to hear from you guys. So, one of the biggest disadvantages of active income is, you probably guessed it, 
is that you're trading your time for it. What's the problem with your time? There's a limited amount. So you're limited in how much money you can actually make because you have a limited amount of time. You only have 24 hours in the day, right? So even if you're getting paid a high amount of money for your time, you're still limited in how much you can really make, okay? The other disadvantage of active income is that the moment that you stop working, what happens? What happens to your income the moment that you stop working? The moment you stop putting in those hours for the job that you're working for? You stop making money, okay? The, the income that you're making, it comes to a halt. See, the biggest illusion that you've been taught through school, through society, from your parents, is that making active income and having a job is, gives you a sense of security, and it doesn't. That's an illusion because there's no security really in having a job. When you have a job, at any moment you can get fired or you can get outsourced or replaced in some way. You know, or you know, even government jobs, which a lot of people thought were the most secure type of, types of jobs you can get. Well, you know, sure enough, what happened within the United States is that hundreds of thousands of government job workers, you know, there was a, a government, uh, you know, was put on hold essentially, and they weren't making money during that period of time. So that wasn't a very secure, you know, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to be making that income forever. You're at the mercy of the government or you're at the mercy of your boss, your employer, or you're at the mercy of how the market can change in different ways. And so it's actually not the most secure way of making money. It's not the most secure source of income. And then oftentimes people that are in this role of making active income, they aren't really developing the skills to actually go out there and generate wealth. And so they're very dependent on someone else for their income. And so when they lose their job, they have to go and find another job versus someone who's maybe more of an entrepreneur or an investor. They can actually turn their time into money or work in a smarter way to generate revenue through adding value. We'll get more, a little bit more into that a little bit later. Now, the other reason why active income is the worst source of income is actually because this type of income you pay the highest amount of taxes on, okay? So oftentimes when you have active income and you have a job, you're getting paid a salary. Salary income, whether that's in the United States or Canada or Australia, uh, it might be different based on your country or different states or provinces, but for the most part, salary income universally around the world, you get taxed the highest amount of money for, okay? Versus on the other hand, if you actually, through the different other sources of income that I'm going to share with you guys, you get taxed a lot less. You get tax advantages to those. The other downside of this as well is that oftentimes when you get paid a salary, out of that amount of money, automatically, when you get your paycheck every two weeks, a certain percent or a certain amount has to go towards your pension plan, okay, or your 401k, or retirement plan, or a certain amount goes towards insurance, okay? And that can be great because it can provide for you, you know, in your future when you retire one day, you have this pension, this residual income that comes in, but it's actually not the most optimized and efficient way to actually be using that money. So for example, if you had a business instead or you pay yourself in a different way, I'd much rather, to give you guys an example, this is how someone, how the wealthy often think, I don't care about making any pension, okay? Because instead, I'd much rather take, let's say it's $100 a month that goes towards your pension. I'd much rather take that $100 a month and save it and put it aside and invest that every single month 
into an index fund, an ETF, some sort of investment vehicle or even real estate. And through compounding, which happens over a period of time, all the top financial traders, all the top finance books, they always talk about compound interest, right? That over a period of time, small amounts of money continuously invested every month can lead to and compound to enormous sums of money. So taking instead, instead of that measly pension that you might get, you take whatever that money, amount of money is that you're paying into that every month or every paycheck, you save it and you invest it, that can compound over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now into amount of money that is going to be far more significant and greater than you would ever make from a pension. And you know that money, a small amount, because it compounds, it can lead to hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. And even with a very conservative return every single year on that, you know all the different compounding uh, charts and examples of it show and demonstrate that the amount of money that you can generate that way is far more significant than just having that money go into a pension. So that, that requires a little bit of skill, but not much. You know, there's index funds that you could invest into, of like the S&P 500, the top 500 companies within the United States. Even if you put that in a mutual fund, which I don't recommend, I think mutual funds have too high fees and that index funds are a lot better, much lower fees. And then most mutual funds don't even match the market. So, you know, oftentimes index funds are much better long-term for that purpose. But that's a smarter way of looking at it, right? Now, the other benefits too, or the benefit rather, and I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself here as well, is that you don't get the advantage here when you have active income of being able to write off a lot of your expenses. Versus if you're a business owner, you can actually write off a lot of your expenses that are incurred for you to operate your business. So you get certain tax advantages there which lower the amount of money that you pay in taxes every year. So there's a lot of other benefits um, or rather disadvantages to active income and benefits to the other sources of income that I want to share with you guys. But active income is the reason why a lot of people stay poor. It's the reason why a lot of people, they can't get ahead. It's because it's a limited model. It's a limited way of making money that you're never really going to be able to create financial wealth and abundance from as a source of a loan. The wealthiest people in the world, they did not make their money from active income. They made it through the other different sources of income that I'm going to share with you guys. Are you guys following this so far? All right, good. Okay, the second type of income is known as... known as portfolio income. Portfolio income. Now, this type of income is oftentimes known as capital gains. So this is when you take some of your money and you invest and buy assets such as real estate, stocks, or even businesses or bonds, and you buy these assets, and then when you sell them, you make income. Okay, so let's say, for example, that you buy a real estate property for $100,000, and it goes up in value to $200,000 and you sell it for $200,000. That $100,000 gain is known as a capital gain, okay? Now, this type of money, you, you, you only make it once you sell the asset, okay? Once you sell the stock, you sell the business. Now, with capital gains, you often get taxed fairly high amount unless it, depending where you live, depending on the state, the country, the province, etc. 
But oftentimes you get capital gains exemptions if it's your personal property. So for example, in Canada, um, and I know some states I think too, if you buy a home and you live in the home and then you sell the home, the capital gains on whatever the value went up for, you actually get an exemption of that and you pay a lot less in taxes from that. However, if it's a rental property that you're not personally living in yourself and then you buy it and you sell it, then you're paying a higher amount of tax on that because you're not getting that exemption, okay? So that's another type of income. The third type of income is known as passive income, passive income. Now, I, I know you already know about this and have heard of it, but this is the ultimate goal of what to get to. This is where you have money that's working for you. You're making money while you sleep. You're making money 24-7. Okay? It doesn't matter what you're doing throughout the day. You could be on vacation. You could be sleeping. You could be hanging out by the pool. You have money that's coming in on autopilot every single day or every single month. Okay? It's passive. You don't have to trade your time for it. You oftentimes might have to trade your time for it initially to set it up, right? Once you set it up though, then it does, does not require your time and it continues to make you passive income or it requires a small amount of maintenance to maintain that passive income, okay? So passive income vehicles, what does that consist of? Well, that can consist of a business where that business is set up in a way where it's providing a passive income for you. It's one of the reasons why I love online businesses. If I publish a book, if I publish a product, if I publish uh, uh, or, or if I launch a product on Amazon, a physical product, or on Shopify, um, or if I set up my website a certain way, or I create content one time, a blog post or a YouTube video, and I put it up there and it's up there forever, and consistently people are watching that 24-7 throughout the day, you know, for months and months and years and years from now, it's consistently bringing in sales and revenue on autopilot. Okay, I just had to spend that time one time up front, there might be a little bit of maintenance involved in some of these things, but for the most part, it's a set and forget type model. You set it up one time and it continuously brings you income. Now the benefit of that is that there's no limit to it, right? The active income, there's a limit because it's all based on how much time that you have. But this one, because you're leveraging technology, you're leveraging the internet, for example, or you're leveraging other people, like employees or a team or software, in a lot of businesses. Because you're leveraging that, or you're leveraging Amazon, or YouTube, or Facebook, or Google, or these different platforms like that, you're leveraging those, you're using those to your advantage, then it becomes passive and you can make as much money as you want. You can grow, you can scale to six figures, seven figures, eight figures, and even beyond, okay? Now the other types of passive incomes are dividends that you can receive, dividend or interest income from investments, so for example, if you buy stocks, instead of selling those stocks, there are certain stocks you can buy on the stock market that pay dividends. They pay a dividend either every month or every quarter or every year, and that's passive income. Now, when it comes to dividend income, that's oftentimes the least taxed income, okay, dividends. That's why oftentimes when you have your own business, your own corporate entity, whether it's an LLC, corporation, it's not that intelligent to pay yourself a salary it's oftentimes better to pay yourself a dividend as a shareholder of that company because you get taxed a lot less on that than you do by paying yourself a salary. 
And then also, again, the salary, you have to pay into your pension, 401k, insurance, other aspects like that, versus in a lot of cases, it's better to kind of set that up on your own or you decide where you want to put that money as a self-employed business owner receiving the dividend. You can put that, invest it, save it for your pension or get your own insurance and you're not required necessarily to do that, okay? So it could be dividends from stocks or investments. It could be interest, although oftentimes you get taxed higher on interest than dividends, at least it's that way in Canada. Um, Or it could be real estate. So you could have a, a real estate property that you rent out and it produces a positive cash flow for you. You rent it out for a certain amount and every month you get a passive income from that. And that's why oftentimes it's better to use your investment vehicles long-term and receive passive income from them rather than do the model of buying it, selling it, because you're gonna pay more taxes on the capital gains, okay? So there are more advanced tax strategies that go involved into that, but ultimately this is where you get taxed the least. This is where the wealthiest people in the world create their wealth. This is why the rich get richer, is because they pay the least amount of taxes based on passive income, and they're using leverage in order to be able to get there, okay? Is this making sense for you guys so far? Good. Awesome. (laughs) So passive income is the goal. Now, a lot of people, they are still making active income, but not necessarily in the role of of an, uh, an employee at a job but they're more of a freelancer. They're more of somebody that, um, you know, maybe you're like a web developer or a graphics designer or you're a contractor, uh, that sort of basis. Now, oftentimes that's still kind of falling into active income because you're trading your time for money. There's only so much you can do with that. One benefit you might get is it gives you a little bit more freedom because you're still running your own show. You could be your own boss and that's a nice perk that you can get, but you're still gonna be limited in how much you can make because you're still trading your time for money, okay? It's not scalable in that way. But often, if you are gonna be a freelancer, what is more beneficial than getting paid a salary and being on a payroll, and even though you might get some benefits from that, what's more beneficial is actually instead you setting up your own, your own entity, whether it's a corporation or an LLC, and the reason for that is it protects you Right? By having a corporation, it protects you from liability in case you get sued or something might happen with someone that you're working with, a client. So it protects you. It's a barrier of protection. But also you get taxed less from that and you can actually write off a lot of your expenses. So for example, if you're a web designer, is it better to be on a payroll and get paid a certain salary and you may get certain benefits from that, but you get taxed higher on that amount of money, and then also you have to pay into pension and all these different things that you don't have control over deciding what you want to do with it? Or is it better to set up your own corporation and instead work on a contract-type basis where they pay you a certain amount of money every month, similar to a salary, it's the same amount that you're getting paid, but now you're making more money because you're paying less taxes by running it through an entity. Um, You can pay yourself dividends from that. You can write off a lot of your expenses, such as your internet. Uh, If you work from home, you can write off a percentage of your home that you use for office space. You can write off your computer. You can write off um, some technology-type expenses. You can write off part of your phone. You can write off, you know, if you're driving around on different job sites, you can write off a part of your car expenses, your gas. A lot of those things you can write off, and you pay less taxes because of that, okay? 
and then you can use that money that you're saving in taxes and save it and put it aside so that, again, you can take care of yourself for retirement and have more money at the end when you retire one day than you ever could by just paying into a pension. Okay, so that's how you have to think. That's how you got to think. Now, <clears throat> my story is, guys, I started off here. I started off here making active income. I had different jobs throughout my life. And when I was 21 years old, I was learning about passive income and why this is important. And what I started to do and what most people do, and this is what I'd recommend as a path for you guys, is when you're making active income, you've got to make sure that you're putting aside a certain amount of that money to invest it, to invest it and put it aside into some of these other types of income to create them. Now, these types of income do not happen overnight, okay? Oftentimes, they can take longer to generate and build, right? Because you do have to set things up a certain way or accumulate a certain amount for it to really benefit you. But you've got to get started on this as soon as possible because this is the only path to get to financial freedom and wealth. Okay, you'll never have freedom here. You'll never have freedom here because, again, the moment you stop working, you stop making money. Okay? So you've got to be smart enough and think ahead in your life, long-term in your life, to take money and put it into vehicles that can make you passive income. So what I started to do when I was 21 years old, I started my first business. Right? And I started to learn this. I started doing my own coaching for people and trying to help and serve people and learning marketing and business and whatnot. Um, and I started to also save some money and invest it. Now, at first, I had no idea what I was doing when it came to investing. So I made some very conservative investments. I bought mutual funds. And I read certain books like The Wealthy Barber and um, The Automatic Millionaire by David... Uh, David Bach and The Wealthy Barber by David Shilton and all these different money books. And they all said the same thing, which is put aside 10% of what you make and invest it and invest it into a mutual fund or an index fund, but something that every month you put that money into so that they can then compound and grow and to build into something over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Okay? That's going to just set up your future, set up your retirement. You're never going to have to worry about that. You're going to be wealthy one day just by doing that alone, as long as you're patient and you have the time to be able to do that. You just got to be disciplined with that. So I started doing that. I bought some mutual funds at the time. I eventually uh, bought some other stocks, kind of learned a little bit about stock investing and, and started putting money into that as well. And I was slowly building up my net worth. I never touched that money. You know, I just believe that money, it's, it's, once it's been invested in it, this is long-term, never going to touch it. It's just, it's just going to be there for myself and for my future, okay? Um, so I started doing that. And then I also started taking the money that I was making for my job and investing it into to learning about business and marketing. I started building online businesses. I started doing some affiliate marketing. I started publishing books on Amazon. I started trying a lot of different things, okay? And I eventually built this up where my passive income that I was generating from my online businesses was able to uh, exceed the amount of money that I was making from my job. And th therefore, it gave me the freedom to be able to quit my job to focus on this full time. 2013, I bought my first uh, rental property, a real estate investment, which I still own to this day. And I started renting that out as well. So I started to diversify a little bit too in having different online businesses, having real estate, having uh, stocks, some mutual funds, which... I, don't, I got out of because, again, I think index funds are a lot better. Um, buying bonds and a variety of other types of investment vehicles. 
Now I've built a, a, an investment portfolio of just stocks alone that pay a dividend that's six figures every year. So that for me right now is enough that I could retire off of. You know, I could retire right now today just based off of my investment income alone that I make every single month from the stock portfolio that I have. Some of you guys might have seen the YouTube video that I put out, uh, I think, last year that shared my $3.5 million stock investment portfolio, which most of which are dividends. Uh, it's grown even more so since that video. Um, but I shared the passive income that I make from that. And again, that's, the, that's uh, the amount of money that I pay the least amount of taxes on, the dividend income from that. So for me, that's always been the most secure way of making passive income, even more than an online business, because an online business, the thing with, with that is that things change a lot, right? You have to stay ahead and things evolve and adapt and everything. So business oftentimes is the best way to generate a lot of cash, but I like to take a lot of that cash and then invest it in stocks and companies, and especially ones that are very secure and index funds that pay dividends and, and, and can provide more reliable sources of income long term. Okay, so that's the thinking that I, I have and the path that I took to get to where I'm at today. Okay, so wherever you're starting from right now, okay, if you're right here, you've got to start thinking about making passive income. You've got to start putting money aside. You've got to start learning how to be responsible with your money. You're going to have to address some of the limiting beliefs and things that you have that are getting in the way of you learning about money and investing it and saving it. You might have to make sacrifices in your life to simplify, to cut down on expenses, things that you're spending money on that aren't really benefiting your life, things that aren't investments in your life and your future. And it sucks to do that, guys. I totally get it. I've been there before myself where I had to cut out spending time with my friends. I had to say no to going out for dinners with friends and going out to movies and going out drinking and whatnot because I needed to get ahead financially. I needed to make sure that I was responsible with my money and I wasn't wasting it. And every little bit mattered. Every little bit mattered that I could save and put into myself or my future. That's that mindset, delaying the gratification, okay? Not wanting that instant gratification because if you're willing to de delay that and instead enjoy the process of the long-term gratification and see that by doing this a year from now, five, 10 years from now, that's when you're really gonna benefit from it that's the thinking that you need to have, especially when you're young. The younger that you start, the better. Because once you create the financial wealth, the passive income, you're gonna have all the free time that you want to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. You know, you're gonna have all the time in the world to make up for the sacrifices that you made along the way. You're gonna have more than enough time and freedom to spend with your friends, your family, to travel the world, to do what you want, whatever you want. So. That's the thinking you've got to have. You've got to keep your eyes on the horizon long term and be willing to be willing sometimes in your life to take two steps back to take 10 steps forward. Okay? It might be uncomfortable and it might suck to have to move back in with your parents, to have to sell your car and take the bus or ride a bike. I've been there. I had to make those decisions in my life. I had to move back in with my mom, which is something I swear I'd never, never do, but I had to swallow my pride and do that to get my finances together. I had to move in at one point on my friend's couch, on his living room, sleep on his futon, so that I could save money and get ahead financially. I had to sell my beat up Honda Civic, you know, my 1989 Honda Civic, and sell that beat up car for like 
thousand, $2,000, I forget how much it was, just so that I could take that extra money and put it into some other things that would be smarter for me and instead get a bus pass instead and take the bus around. But I was willing to do those things. And by making those sacrifices, I was able to get ahead and I was able to focus on this, which is the ultimate. You focus on this, it might take a bit of time, but this is what's going to create the freedom for your life. And you could still have an active job, that's fine, but regardless, if you have a job right now, you don't necessarily have to start a business if you don't want to, but you should be thinking about your future. You should be taking some of that money and saving it, investing it, preparing for your retirement one day. The worst thing, the worst thing, and I see this time and time again. You know, I've got friends like this too, unfortunately, but they're in their 40s now, and because they did not practice and do what I shared here, they're in their 40s and they have nothing. They have nothing. They don't have any, they don't have any assets. They don't have any, any home. They don't have any investments. They, they got nothing. They've worked from, from the, the day they were 16 years old to 40 years old. All this time they're putting in 40 hours a week, giving to a job, making a certain amount of money. That you're working from 16, you're now 40 years old, you've got nothing to show for it. Nothing, no ownership of anything in your life. That's the worst position to be in. Or even worse, you get to 50 years old or 60 years old. Like, what were you doing the whole time before then with all the money that you were making? So you're going to make money in your life, but the key is not how much money you make, but what you do with the money that you make. How you save it and how you invest it. That's the important decisions you have to be making with your money. If you can lower the amount of taxes that you're paying, that's going to give you a huge advantage because taxes is, is actually the biggest expense that people put money into that they're not even aware of. They don't even look and, and try to optimize that the best way they possibly can. So you've got to think about these things and you've got to think about your future. right? You've got to think about yourself. You've got to think about your family. You've got to think about your kids one day, your grandkids. And you want to set them up to win and you want to be an example for that. And it all starts with just building the habit. Okay? It's a habit that you've got to build. The habits of how to manage your money. Pick up a few books if you need to. If you need help with the mindset, motivation, get your thinking right with this. Some of my favorite books, I'll give you guys a chance to write some of these down. My favorite books are, uh, so I already mentioned to you guys, The Wealthy Barber by David Shilton, The Automatic Millionaire by uh, David Bach, The Millionaire Next Door is a great one, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by uh, T. Harv Eker, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. The Science of Getting Rich uh, is another great book. Thinking Grow Rich is another famous classic book. The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. There's so many books on money. And if you want to become wealthy, make it a study. Learn from the most successful people, the wealthiest people. Learn from them how to manage the money, how to, how to, what to do with the money you have in your life, and actually implement and apply what you're learning. That's the key, guys. That's the key. If you want to make this shift, adopt the mindset and then also the strategy and focus on just doing the best you can with this right now. With wherever you're starting from, put money aside into this. Learn about this. Pick, pick passive income vehicles, whether it's an online business, investing, whatever it might be. Pick one thing. Learn it. Go deep with it. Okay? Develop skills in this area. If you guys want my help with that, I've got courses that teach you how to make money online and how to build an online business. Uh, there's a link below in the description uh, to a quiz that I put together that can help you identify which 
online business model is best for you, along with all the different resources that I can share with you, my courses, other people's stuff, that can help and support you to actually get started with this. Okay? So if you go to projectlifemastery.com slash quiz, head on over there, just go to put in your name and email, and I'll send you more information about how to get started. Okay? People are always asking me, how do I get started? Click the link below. Follow what I share with you there and just start. Okay? Don't overcomplicate things. Don't make things harder than they need to be. Sometimes in life, we've got to get out of our own way. Okay? Get out of your own way and just have faith and just do it and take action. Learn, develop skills. Just make progress here. Progress. Don't worry about being there overnight. Don't worry about getting rich quick. Just make progress. The earlier you start, the sooner that you'll benefit. Okay, guys? All right. So how about we open it up, this up to a Q&A? Uh, if you guys are live right now, I'd love to hear from you any questions that you guys have. Uh, I've got my computer here in front of me so I can see what you guys are posting here in the chat. Let's pull this a little bit closer for you guys. Cool. I really appreciate your guys' time here today. And if you guys enjoyed this, hit a thumbs up here on YouTube. Um, again, when you guys hit thumbs up, that's the way that I know whether or not I should do more videos like this for you. I don't know unless you guys give me that, that some sort of response, some sort of feedback in that way. That's how I can learn about how I can better serve and support you guys. You know, no different if, if right now I was speaking to you and you're here in my living room or, you know, we're at a seminar or an event and I could see all of your faces right here in front of me. You know, I, if you guys were here, I'd ask you to raise your hand. I'd ask you to yell out an answer and you respond back. Or I'd be able to see from an applause or your interest level on whether or not I'm on the right track and if you guys want more stuff like this. So in the virtual world of here being on YouTube, the way you can give me that feedback is leaving a thumbs up here on YouTube. Cool. Someone said here, is 50 too late to start? No, absolutely not. First, you have to be very optimistic about your future ahead of you. 50 years old, age is just a mindset. Okay, it's a mindset. I know that's a cliche, but it's true. Okay, what really matters is how young you feel emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically. That's a state of mind. Okay, age is just a judgment. It's a, it's a measurement, rather, of life experience. But there's plenty of people out there that are 30 years old that can actually have more life experience than someone who's 40 or 50 years old based on what they're actually doing with their life. So 50 years old, I'd actually venture to say you have more life experience, skills, knowledge, ben ben benefits right now that you're in a position for that people that are in their 20s and 30s might not have. They might have more time than you, but you have, you've got to focus on what you do have going for you, which is the, the life experience that you have, the knowledge, the skills that you've been able to accumulate at this stage of your life. But you've got to be optimistic about what's ahead, your future. 50 years old is young because if you practice the health principles that I teach and what I talk about, like I don't know about you guys, I'm planning to live to 100 years old. You know, not just through technology, because I think there's going to be more technology available, but you guys know I'm into biohacking and all the different things that, you know, the studies and science that show how we can increase our longevity by using technology, but also by practicing certain health principles to make sure that you can avoid or prevent the leading causes of disease like heart disease and cancer and, you know, diabetes, all these different things that can actually, you know, obviously lower our lifespan 
if you take good care of your health, there's no reason to think that you can live to 90, 100, even beyond that. Okay? And a big part of it is just your belief system. Having the belief that, you know what, I'm going to live as long, you know, I'm going to live to 100. Part of it is just the belief, the mindset of that. You know, oftentimes, I remember there's this one example. Um, you know, if I were to ask you guys right now to close your eyes and imagine a 60-year-old man, a lot of people, what they imagine in their mind is someone at 60 years old is, you know, crouched over and old and wrinkly and, and, and uh, you know, they're shrinking and they don't have as much muscle and their bones are shrinking and all these different things. Like a lot of people, they create that vision. That's what they imagine. And therefore, that's what they move towards. They move towards that archetype that they imagine of what a 60-year-old person is meant to look like or a 70-year-old person or an 80-year-old person. But there's 60-year-olds out there. You know, an example at a seminar I went to, they had people imagine this. And most people, again, they think of like someone that's old and you know, wrinkly and all that sort of thing. And then they bring out someone who's 65 years old who can bench press 300 pounds and is ripped and vibrant and looks like he's 40 years old. And it totally destroys the whole archetype and that belief system that a lot of people have. So you can't buy into the belief system that society has that the average person, you're going to you know, live and you're going to die at 80 years old. You can't buy into that. You can't accept that as a possibility for yourself. You've got to not fall into what everyone else is doing. And you've got to be the person that defies the odds, that's different than everyone else. You've got to be the person that's in the 1%, that's taking care of your health and your body. That's why part of the Life Mastery Blueprint that I teach within Project Life Mastery is your health, your physical body is the foundation to everything else. It's what's going to support everything you want to do in your life. Your health is your wealth, right? So take good care of your health, and I have no reason to think that you're going to live to 80, 90, 100, 110 years old, okay? I absolutely believe that. So if you have that thinking, then 50, when you actually look at it that way, it's, it's not old. You know, the, 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 as the saying goes, guys, the best time to have planted a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is right now today. So regardless of where you're starting from, Get smart about your future. Think ahead in your life. Expect that you're going to live to 100 years old and start planning and preparing for that now because the worst thing that happens is you didn't plan, prepare for it, and you end up living till 100 years old and you didn't have the finances to support that. And unfortunately for a lot of people, they aren't planning enough ahead that far. Their pension is not allowing them to support themselves in some cases to being that old, right? So... Don't be another statistic, guys. I want you guys to think differently than most people do in society because this age thinking of being too old is just something that you bought into through society. There's plenty of examples and role models of people that started 50, 60, 70 years old that created a tremendous amount of wealth. In fact, most people create their wealth, become millionaires in their 40s and 50s. So I'd say you're right on track. You're right in that range. Okay, let's move on to another question. What is the easiest way to make your first dollar in an online business for worldwide people, not only in the United States? Okay, so if you follow my content, <laughs> I've talked about this many times before. This is the worst question to ask. This is a dabbler question to ask. You see, I don't believe in taking the easy path. I don't believe in trying to find the easiest way to make money. I believe in you doing the right way of making money, okay, regardless of how hard it takes. See, a lot of people, they're looking for the shortcut. You cannot, you cannot shortcut the journey, okay? You can accelerate the process, but you're not going to shortcut it, okay? 
there's no get rich quick. There's no way that you're just going to like press a button or discover a loophole or a trick or a gimmick that's going to allow you to make money. I want you to understand making money is hard, okay? It requires you to add value. It requires hard work. There's no easy way of doing it, okay? And people that are in the mindset, oh, what's just the easiest way? Those people, they're setting themselves up to fail. Those are the people that are susceptible to getting scammed by people online that are promising to them an easy way to make money. Those are the people that are going to end up taking the wrong path because they see, oh, there's this gimmick or this trick or this loophole that can allow me to make money easily, right? And I want to exploit and use that. And that only gets you in trouble long term, okay? That only gets you in trouble. You get banned by Amazon. You get slapped by Google. You get banned by Facebook. That's not the right thinking. It's not the right mentality, okay? Um, Also, when you think about things being easy, you do not want it to be easy, okay? You don't want it to be easy, guys. If it's easy, then you're not going to grow from it. You want things that are hard and challenging for what it makes of you and who you become. But also, if it's easy, that means there's a low barrier of entry, it means that it's not going to be sustainable or last long term because other people can easily do that as well. You don't have anything that differentiates you from anybody else. That's why I prefer to do what's hard and difficult because when I do that, nobody else can compete with me on that same level. Right? I'm standing out from everybody else. So the first thing is the mindset has to change around that. Don't look for what's easy in life. Don't look for the fastest way to do things. Be smart. Look at things long term. And be willing to put in the work, to grind, to hustle, to actually build something of value, which does not come easy. It takes time. Same way, the people that are looking for the, the easy way to lose weight, they might lose some weight, but they don't keep it off, right? It's not sustainable because they didn't have the right mindset going into it, right? Or they end up using drugs or certain things to kind of shortcut it rather than actually putting in the work to create a body that is sustainable for themselves in their life. So again, the right mindset is really important with this. With that said, um, what I'd recommend before you look at just what's easy is do something that you love that's a passion of yours, okay? Because if you love what you're doing, for example, if you're building an online business in a niche that you love and you're passionate about, it's not going to feel like work. It's going to be something you enjoy. You're going to enjoy the journey, right? That's what I feel every day when I wake up and work on my business. It doesn't feel like work. It's a passion. It's a love that I have, right? And I love the challenges that I face every day in my business because of that. So having a passion, that's key. I could share with you ways you could just make money, but if you're not passionate about it, then who gives a shit? What's it all for? You know, if you're, if you're successful and you have money, but you're not happy and fulfilled, then you're a failure in my books, right? Because it's not all about just making money. It's making money doing what you love. And you're going to be way more successful with that mindset. Um, so look at what is a passion that you want to build a business around. Look at building a brand so you can actually build something sustainable. So build a brand in that niche. Maybe for you, it's health and fitness, or maybe it's real estate or investing, or maybe it's self-development, or maybe it's uh, mental health, or maybe it's gardening or cooking, maybe it's uh, animals, whatever the topic is, sports, game, video games, these are all niches that you can build a business from and make money from, okay? And then find, find the, 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 the model, the business model that you want to pursue that can allow you to actualize that vision that you have. 
So for you, it might be selling physical products on Amazon. It might be doing affiliate marketing by promoting other people's products, earning a commission from it. It might be publishing books on Amazon. It might be um, creating your own software. It might be creating your own mobile app. It might be creating your own courses and training programs. There's so many different paths that you can take. Pick one of them, learn it, study it, master it, okay? Does not come quick, okay? You can't master anything quick. There's always the 10,000 hour principle that it takes 10,000 hours to really master something, okay? So you have to commit yourself to mastery, okay? The, the question about easy type stuff does not fit, does not work with mastery. The easy mentality is the dabbler mentality. The mastery mentality is the one that's willing to commit themselves and go deep. So you're, you're in the wrong place right now if you're looking for what's easy, okay? Uh, so go through, uh, go through a lot of my videos and you'll, you'll really get the mastery mentality of what I'm, what I'm about. Maybe there's someone else out there that will tell you it's easy, that it's fast, and tell that to you. Go with that person, uh, but I'm not the person to follow for that. Okay, another question. Uh, let's see. So uh, someone says, uh, <clears throat> what made you perfect with dealing with your spirit and mindset as a human being? Is there any reason or incident of your life? Um, so first of all, I'm not perfect by any means, okay? Uh, that does not exist. Uh, I'm a flawed human being, just like we all are. Um, made many mistakes in my life, and I still do. But I learn from them, and I grow, and I commit myself to self-development, right? And sometimes the best way that you do learn is when you do make mistakes, and you do go through challenges and adversity in life, um, I believe those are the best teachers that we have in life, and we can really grow from those the most. Um, so I welcome those. Um, I, I embrace failure. I embrace the challenges and mistakes. Um, but in terms of, you, you asked about dealing with my spirit, my mindset, you know, I, I had many challenges in my life. Um, the challenges I had when I was young, I was shy, I was depressed. I didn't have friends. I got my heart broken by a girl that I... Um, had feelings for and thought I was in love with and hit rock bottom and I was very unhappy with my life and I looked for ways to escape my life. I looked for ways to get, get out of the reality and enter into this fantasy world, which for me at the time was video games. Video games allowed me to be whoever I wanted to be. It allowed me to, um, you know, I was just, I felt so insignificant and, and like a nobody in my actual life, no control of my life whatsoever. I was getting picked on at school. I got bullied. I was bad at school and got, you know, C marks and everything. And I just hated my life. And so the way that I escaped, some people do it through drugs or alcohol, but I did it through video games. And for me, video games allow me to enter this fantasy world where I could be whoever I wanted to be. You know, I could uh, be popular. I could be skilled at something. I could get a sense of significance. I could connect with other people that were like-minded and, and meet other people online. And so... For me, that, that became a way to avoid my, my, my problems in my life and not really address it and take responsibility for it. So I had moments like that, that that were so painful for me where I finally hit rock bottom and I hit a threshold and I made certain decisions in my life that, that I was no longer going to tolerate this. I was no longer going to live this way. I was no longer going to settle in my life for less than I can be, do, and have and give and experience and I decided in that moment that I was going to step up in my life. I was going to raise my standards. I was going to change my life. And I discovered self-development. I started learning and obsessing myself with that. And 
change my belief systems that I could be and change my life to be whoever I wanted to be. And I started reading books, read hundreds and hundreds of books. I started going out and facing my fears and meeting people and socializing and developed my social skills and my confidence and doing public speaking classes. I I did everything I possibly could to to improve myself. I started finding mentors and coaches and investing in seminars and training programs and putting everything into that. I mean, I, I doubled down everything into that. All the money that I had, I was just putting into that, you know, because I was sacrificing because I knew that the way that I was living my life was never going to get me to where I wanted to go. I, I knew that I needed more knowledge, more skills. I needed mentors. I needed help. And it took me a while to get to that point where I was willing to be open enough to actually uh, invest in help because... I had a lot of limitations that a lot of people have around investing in themselves and around money. But I hit many different thresholds along the way where I decided, you know, I've got to change this. I have to do things differently than what I'm doing right now. And the investments that I made in myself, sometimes you don't see that return right away. But now that I've been doing this for over 15 years, investing in myself and, and learning and growing, then you can see the journey that I've been on. I mean, Part of it's public on YouTube over the last seven years. You can go back to my original videos back in 2012. But that's been the one thing that's constant in my life. I'm always learning, growing, evolving, improving myself in every aspect of my life. And I always wanted to make sure I prioritized not just money, because that's only one part of life, but my mindset, my emotions, my spiritual life, my relationships, my, you know, my mind, mindset, everything. Right? So I can really encompass life mastery of improving myself in every area. So that's one thing that makes me a little bit different or unique, I guess, from a lot of people that just try to teach how to make money because I, I don't think just making more money is the answer. That's one aspect of life, and it's great. We should definitely become more in every area of our lives, but not just financial because sometimes just making money can become an addiction and be at the expense of other areas of our life that are more important. So the ultimate goal, as long as you know is not just to be rich, but to be rich and happy and healthy and have a great relationship and have love and a great spiritual life. You know, I want you guys to have it all. And for me, that's been part of my journey as well. So that's, that's part of my journey. <clears throat> okay. Um, So here someone says, your self-development journey from 17 years old inspired me to improve, improve myself, and I'm now 18 years old. Uh, any tips uh, for me in terms of self-development? Keep it up. Awesome. So we can relate because I was 17 years old when I first started my journey. Now, when I first started my journey at 17, I was obsessed with self-development, um, but really the, the main area of my life that I had the biggest source of pain for was my, my social life. That was the biggest pain point in my life. It was not money because I was living with my parents at the time. My parents went to a divorce when I was 18 years old and a bankruptcy. And so that started to kind of shift things financially in my mindset, creating pain around that. But for me at that time, it was my social life because I didn't have many friends. I moved high schools three different times, three different high schools. Uh, I was always the outsider. I got bullied. I was so terrified to talk to a girl Right, And when you're 17 years old, that was the goal that I had. Right, I wanted to have a girlfriend and to be popular. And so that's where I put a lot of my focus. So I started really understanding mindset, belief systems. I started learning about dating and socializing and how to have confidence and working on those components. And 
going out and meeting people and getting rejected by, by women and approaching them on the street or at bars or the mall or coffee shops, right? These are all the things that I would do to improve myself. And uh, all of those things that laid a foundation by the time that I started my business when I was 21 years old or pursuing other goals in my life, like doing a fitness competition or anything else, the foundation that I had laid, the confidence and the belief and the self-development background allowed me to succeed with those other endeavors so much more. And so that's why I always tell people, you know, I learned from Jim Rohn that you got to work harder on yourself than you do on your job, your business, or anything else. Because you are the ultimate resource of your life. The more that you put into you and develop you, the more that whatever you pursue in your life is going to be that much more better, successful, and you'll benefit from it. For me now, I have the confidence based on all the experiences that I've gone through thus far the mindset that I've cultivated, the experience, the skills that I've built, that I can, I can basically be successful in whatever it is that I want to pursue. And that's not, I don't say that out of like an egotistical thing, but I'm just kind of giving you guys a glimpse of what my psychology is re- really is like. You know, like I really believe that deep down inside. I'm not going to go and advertise that or say that. I'm only just kind of saying this to you guys right now because that's just a reflection of what I really believe. You know, I believe that Hey, you know what? If I want to do another fitness competition, I could succeed at that. If I want to dedicate my life to bodybuilding, if I want to dedicate my life to, uh, to, to politics or any type of business I want to start, any career path, no matter what it is, I could excel at it. I could be successful because the principles of success are, are, are constant, right? Once you learn how to be successful in one area of your life, that translates to other areas of your life as well, okay? But it... But, it comes down to building yourself, your habits, your disciplines, your mindset, your beliefs, your empowering ecosystem. All of these things will support you. So at your age, my advice to you is just learn and grow as much as you possibly can. Okay? Read books. Invest in yourself. Um, think about your future. Okay? I know you want to have fun right now, too. You want to be with your friends. And there's benefit in that as well because it is going to help you develop your social skills. Okay? Um, and that's an important part of success, too. That helps other areas of your life as well. So have goals for yourself. Learn, grow, develop yourself. <clears throat> Don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to take chances as well because when you're young, you can recover from them. When you're a lot older and you have family, you have a mortgage, you have a house, you have investments, you have more, respons- more responsibilities of your life, you can't be as aggressive or take higher risks that you could when you're younger when you don't really have much on the line, and even if you fail, it's not a big deal because you can recover in the next year or two, right? So, so that's kind of how I would think is when you're younger, be, be willing to take more risks in your life. You know, I, I at times early on, I, I lost a couple thousand bucks, but it wasn't that big, deal, big of a deal because I had more than enough time to make up for that, right? So I was willing to take on more risks at that time than, than I am, you know, at other stages of my life as I get older. Okay, we'll take a few more questions, guys. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Saad, Sayad or Saad says, what is your advice to someone who is doing decent in life, money, social beliefs, family, etc., but just can't find happiness? I suppose it's a mindset. How do, you, how do I think positively? Well, thank you so much for sharing that and opening up there because... You know, as I said before, you can have it all in terms of everything on the external world, in terms of friends, money, uh, you know, family, 
great physical body. You can have everything on the external world, which a lot of people, they focus on mastering, but they don't focus on mastering their internal world, which is the most important part. And if you master the external world and you have success on the outside, but you're not happy and fulfilled in the internal world, then you're a failure in my books. So what it comes down to is really mastering your internal world. I think a lot of people, what happens is they put so much emphasis on the external world because they can see it, right? It's tangible. And they think and they delude themselves that when I have the money or the freedom or when I have the perfect relationship or when I have kids or when I get this car, this house, when I have this body, then I'm going to be happy. And that's another big lie and illusion. Nothing on the outside world is ever going to make you happy. Okay? Ne- nothing. Never. Okay? You'll get temporary satisfaction. You'll get temporary pleasure. But you'll never be fulfilled at the deepest level. You know, if you guys study Buddhism, you know, um, Prince Siddhartha, Buddha, he grew up in a wealthy family, if you know his story. And he saw all the wealth that he lived in with his family and others. But he was confused because he noticed that the people that were wealthy were actually the most unfulfilled. They're the least happy. And he became fascinated by this. And he discovered that oftentimes that greed is a big source of suffering. And so that's why Buddha, you know, he became Buddha, but he went on his own little journey and he got rid of all materialistic things and he lived a life of non-attachment and certain Buddhist principles and focused on his internal world. And I'm not saying you've got to become a monk and go to that extreme, but there are certain things we get to learn from this is that we have to also emphasize and focus as we're building our wealth, as we're building a great body and great relationship, we have to also put the emphasis and focus on our internal world, about our mindset, our emotions, our spiritual life. You know, that's why for me, a big part of, uh, of my happiness and joy comes from my rituals that I do every day. I condition my mind to, to focus on what's good in my life, to be grateful every single morning, and even though there's many days I sometimes don't feel like doing it, I force myself to. It's a discipline. Because if you look for the good, it's always there. But if you look for the bad, it's always there as well. You, it's your choice of what to focus on. So I train myself to look for the good every day and every moment. What's great about this? What can I learn from this? What do I, what's beautiful about this moment? What am I happy about right now in my life? What am I excited for? Right? The more I focus on that, the more I'm enhancing the way that I feel. Right, So you've got to get out of your head sometimes because your head is pre-programmed to look for threats and what's missing and what's wrong in your life as a survival mechanism to keep you safe and protected. But you've got to understand that we have to take charge of that and we have to direct our mind on what's great in our life. Regardless of what your life looks like on the outside world, there's plenty of people out there that are billionaires and are depressed and unhappy. And there's also people that are poor, that are homeless, that are more wealthy and rich than someone who's a billionaire because they focus on what they love about their life, what they're grateful for. I've been to certain parts of the world of poverty. You know, I've, I've gone to Ethiopia and fundraised a whole school there. And you know, later this year, I'm going to Kenya and, and uh, parts of Africa, but I've also built houses and spent time with families in Nicaragua and El Salvador. The poorest of poor nations have been in the trenches where these people live off $2 a day. And I've seen more happiness and joy in some of these villages and communities than I ever have from 
people that are the wealthiest people that I know. And it doesn't come down to how much money you have or your external world. It comes down to the mindset of appreciating your life and being grateful. So having a ritual every day, you know, um, this book that I'm going to share with you guys, Sue, the, the Morning Ritual Habits one, get that book. It's absolutely going to help you with that. For some, some rituals you should add to your life for your mind and your spirit. But um, your focus is one component of that, focusing on that every day. I love meditation as well. That was the path of, of Buddhism and Buddha, a calming the mind. You can experience levels of inner peace and joy and bliss and ecstasy through meditation. So that's also a great path for some people as well. Um, and there's many other things too. But it, it's, it's working on the internal side, the internal part of yourself. I'm a spiritual man. Um, I believe in God. I have certain spiritual beliefs that serve me. And I spend every day connecting with my creator. Um, I know everybody here has different religious beliefs. And I'm totally respectful of, of everything. But I believe that whatever you do believe that serves you, you have to practice it. Uh, but for me, knowing that my creator loves me unconditionally, believing that I'm guided in life, um, these belief systems, they serve me. They give me a deeper level of meaning and fulfillment in my life that anything physical could never give me. So, you know, you've exceeded and succeeded, rather, in these areas of your life, which is great. But my challenge for you is let's, let's, let's redirect some focus into your happiness Pick up some books about happiness. Pick up some books on spirituality. Study it. Take up some new rituals in your life. And just like with any aspect of life, whatever you focus on grows. It expands. If you put focus in this area, you're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more fulfilled. Your life is going to get better. And it's going to allow you to enjoy more of what you're creating on the outside world. Great question. Love it, guys. Um, <clears throat> do one more question. Um, what's this Morning Rituals book that you're talking about? So this book is not available yet. We're launching it next week. I mentioned it earlier on in this video. Uh, it's going to be available on Amazon and uh, paperback and Kindle version uh, probably next week. So make sure again, guys, that you're subscribed to the YouTube, YouTube channel to get notified. I got a lot of other big announcements coming soon, which I already planted the seed for earlier on in this video. So if you're here right now, well, I've got you. Click subscribe below on the channel, but also turn on notifications. So below as you're watching this, there's a little bell icon next to the subscribe box. Click that, turn on notifications, because I've got a lot of awesome stuff coming up. I've got a free book that, I, that we're finalizing right now. It's going to be released soon. You guys will get notified of that. We're doing the 700,000 subscriber giveaway next week. There'll be a video out on that soon where I'm giving away a lot of cool prizes. Um, Awesome interview with Tatiana coming. A lot of great stuff, the, the morning ritual book. So best ways to get notified, make sure you guys turn on notifications. <clears throat> Someone says, how much should I save up for investing? I started with 500 bucks, Gavin. That's, that's what I started with when I was actually 18 years old. That was the first investment I made was a Bank of Montreal mutual fund where the minimum investment amount was 500 bucks and then here is the key, is I set it up so that every single month, an automatic direct deposit was coming from my bank account into that mutual fund. And I was able to set it up at $25 a month. That's what I started from. That's not a lot of money, 25 bucks a month, but that was all that I could commit at the time when I was 18 years old. 
And I let that, that run for years and years and years. Never touched it. Just left it, set it, and forget it. Knowing that that money was going to build this investment that I had. And that eventually is going to compound and grow even further. So that's what I started with. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of mutual funds. If you read Tony Robbins' book called Money Master the Game, which I highly recommend everybody buy this book and read it if you want to learn more about the basics of investing. A great book. Talks about index funds a lot too. Um, and he talks about why mutual funds aren't the best based on the fees and whatnot, and index funds are better. But anyways, that's what I started with, 500 bucks. But the sooner you can start, regardless of the amount, the better. I mean, if you're buying stocks, you're going to have to pay the trading fee, the commission, which in some case, depending on the brokerage account you're using, can actually cost 10 to $20 per trade. Um, and so usually it might not make sense until you're actually investing a little bit higher amounts, a couple hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or more. But to be honest with you, don't try to be perfect. I think that holds a lot of people back. I'd much rather see you just get started, even if it's not ideal, even if, it's, even if you know, you're paying a little bit more for a tr- uh, the trading fee, just get in the game. Get in the game and, game and actually own something and transition here. And then as you get more money every month, you can put more money into this passive income, into your business, into stocks, into saving for a real estate property or whatever it might be. But the sooner you get into it, the better, okay? Don't wait for things to be perfect. Okay, we'll do one more question. Um, so someone asked, how much to start off a Kindle business? Well, Mohammed, you know, technically you could start a Kindle business for free. Uh, you could, for example, write your own book yourself, which is free. You just got to have a computer. You got to have a uh, Microsoft Word document or Microsoft Office and start writing out a book. Right? So you can write out a book. That's a free thing to do. Just requires your time. You could hire a writer to write a book for you, a ghost writer, uh, in which case it depends on the skill set of the writer and how talented they are how long the book is. So that can cost maybe a couple hundred dollars if it's a shorter book. Um, and then also you just need a cover for the book. And the cover, I mean, KDP, which is Kindle Direct Publishing, the platform you publish on Amazon, they actually have a, a book cover creator that you can use for free. You're not going to get the highest quality cover, but it's free. You could use that if you wanted to. Um, or you can go to websites like Fiverr.com. And you can order a cover designer to create a cover for you for $10 in some cases. Um, so it's very inexpensive to do that. Um, or if you want like a really amazing cover, you can pay more money for that and find a great designer for that. But you know, that, those are the minimum. You, know, you could either do that yourself for free or you could hire people to do that for you. Uh, I've got a course that can teach this to you as well because... I always believe in, again, the investing in yourself. Even though I'm biased, it's my course, but the course is going to help you and guide you to actually how to do things properly and how to, how to figure things out faster than you ever will on your own. And then beyond that, you know, if you want to invest in marketing your book and promoting your book, you know, which is more of an optional thing, you can do it organically, which takes longer, or if you have money to invest, you can grow a lot faster. So it's just really a matter of how fast do you want to grow and invest into your business the more money you have to invest to get started with, the easier it becomes, the faster it becomes, and the further you're going to get ahead. So keeping that in mind, but for most people, I'd say a couple hundred bucks is a good starting point. Um, but 
even if you don't have that, just like I said in my last video, just start and gain experience. Develop skills. Learn, learn, learn as much as you can, but the best way to learn is by doing. Even if you fail, even if you make mistakes, learn and develop skills because those skills are going to help you become successful when, when you're ready for that success, okay? when you're ready to go all, on, all in with it. So don't just learn from videos and stuff. Learn by doing and taking action. You're going to learn so much more by doing that than you ever, ever will just by watching YouTube videos or reading books. You know, if you want to learn basketball, you're going to learn so much more by actually dribbling the ball and shooting the ball and, and, and actually practicing and getting on a court than you ever will just by watching YouTube videos about it. Okay, you could watch a thousand videos about basketball. I'd much rather spend a few hours playing the game. You're going to get further ahead just bouncing the ball and shooting it than you ever will watching a thousand videos. So that's how you guys got to think. You got to put things into action and not be afraid to try things and not be attached to any outcome. The, the main outcome for you is just to learn, just to gain experience, right? When I was, um, when I was like, I don't know how old I was, maybe like 13, 14 years old, um, I, I loved anime, right? Like I loved Dragon Ball Z and I loved all these different anime shows that I was into as, as, as a big geek at that time with all that sort of stuff. And I, uh, I still kind of like some of that today because I think it is cool. But um, I had a passion for that. And when I was 13, 14 years old, my mom bought me a, for Christmas one time the book HTML for Dummies. And I started learning HTML just for fun. And I put together my own anime website. Right? And I just started putting up some content just for fun. It wasn't to make money. I didn't even know that you could actually make money from a website. Right? It was just not for that at all. But I was just doing it for fun. I was putting together this anime and Dragon Ball Z type stuff on a web page, and I had this other kind of friend, this person that I knew online that was a graphics person, and we just kind of were, you know, he had a website, we'd link to each other, and we'd help each other from time to time. It was fun, and you know what? The skills that I learned from that experience I gained then helped me, sure enough, you know, 10 years after that or so when I'm starting to build an online business. Who would have thought, right? But at the time, it was just for fun. So that's... There's many things like that you could do right now. You could start playing around on YouTube and put out videos. You could start using Instagram and posting things there or Facebook or set up your own blog or website and just play around with it. Even if it's not the perfect niche, even if you're not going to make any money from it, that's okay. Do it for fun, to learn, to grow, to, to develop skills. The skills will translate to money. All right, my friends. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time joining me today. Um, it's my pleasure to be able to serve you guys, and uh, I really appreciate your time. Again, if you guys want to learn more about how to get started to build your online business, take the quiz below. Click the link below in the description. It'll take you to a page where it takes you like 30 seconds, and it'll help you identify which online business is good for you. And then I share with you a lot of resources to help you actually get started. Some of them are my trainings or other people's trainings, a lot of tools, what you need to know to focus on building your online business. So take the quiz if you want to know how to get started. Otherwise, stay tuned for more updates from me. Again, I want to thank you guys so much. Remember, remember, remember to always believe in yourself, guys. Believe in yourself, your vision that you're going to make it happen, and commit your life to mastery. Go deep. Deep. Work hard. Enjoy the journey, the process, and commit to mastery. You'll be there soon enough. All right, God bless.
Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.